3: Hello, I'm Jules.
2: Hello, I'm Sarah.
3: And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast.
1: Welcome, where tonight it was Jules' turn to bring tea. If you were here last week, I did surprise tea.
3: Yes, you did. And it was my turn this week to do hunter-gatherer. Yes, yes. Anyway, we went back to how we used to be of, hell, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want? I'm on my way in. What should we have? We were so organised
1: last week. We thought it was the start of a new era. What an anomaly. Yeah.
3: If it was a maths lesson, it would be the random cross at the side of the graph that you had to work out why it was there. That was it.
1: (laughs) That was it. No, back to true form now. I'm starving. What do you want?
3: And we had Wagamama.
1: Yes, we did, which came in very clever bowls. Oh,
3: it's so chic, Mm. the takeaway of Wagamama, isn't it? And so spicy. But I haven't eaten rice, I want to say, for about two years. (gasps) I opened it up starving, covered in rice. So Sarah is going to watch me gradually inflate. You know, like Veruca salts? (laughs) That's going to be me by the end of it. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs)
1: Slowly, we'll be able to roll you out. But
3: I'm so thrilled that you um, you were happy with the Wagamama, though. Oh,
1: my gosh. I was absolutely thrilled with it. I was beside myself. It, there was crispy squid.
3: Because for me, it's the real test of someone. Yeah. Because I once went on a date, one of many bad dates in my past, and the guy who was on a date with beautiful, beautiful chap on the outside, on the inside, vile. Oh, no. And he was like... Oh, what a shame. Was, I said, oh, what's the worst date you've ever went on? He said, oh, this guy said to me, do you want to go to Wagamama? And I was like... I will never go to Wagamama. And I remember sitting there going, I quite like Wagamama. This will never work. So when you said, yes, let's go. Yeah.
1: Wagamama just doesn't seem that offensive. Well, it'd been a long time
3: since I'd gone to this one because I walked into what I thought was Wagamama, where it used to be. Yes. A very fancy interior shop. Nearly came out with a vase. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, God, you're not Wagamama. I had to walk out and Google and then it was around the corner. They've revamped.
1: I once went to Wagamamas. In fact, I split up with someone in Wagamamas. Christ, yeah, I did know. you? On the
3: long benches? Yeah,
1: on the end of a long bench. Oh,
3: Sarah, that's so cruel. <laughs>
1: but I was I was slightly distracted because we'd, we'd had the chat, you know, where we decided. God. And then we were both hungry and we were like, hm, Wagamamas? Lovely. So we went to Wagamamas. Oh, you
3: didn't do the deed in Wagamamas? I
1: think perhaps...
3: Was it in a cheap and creepy round the corner? No,
1: no. I think the conversation had started, then we'd got hungry and then it finished in Wagamamas. So yeah, it was quite a moment, yeah, in Wagamamas. (laughs) Shall we
3: close this with a noodle?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't think a moment more until I have dinner. Um, And I had a pad thai and I was completely distracted because the pad thai had three prawns in it three prawns in a whole pile of pad thai right
3: three too many for me yeah well baby aliens
1: but I called the lady over and she, I said look I said I'm really sorry there's no prawns in this she went none at all I said well I'll be totally honest there was three because there's the little tails off oh, of them stealth. I can count how many there are and she went oh no three standard I said three prawns Three prawns in a whole pan. I bet he was
3: sat there going, oh, "Thank God this is over." I
1: know. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Can't wait to see the oh. back of this one. I know. <laughs> Won't have to put up with this anymore. I'll never have to listen. <laughs> I'll never have to listen to a complaint in a restaurant ever, ever again. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so look, coming up on the podcast tonight. A little bit more PO box correspondence.
3: Gosh, such yeah. a brimming box you've got. I know.
1: And we're actually going to play a little game of where's the postcard from?
3: Ooh, can't so can, wait. Yeah,
1: look forward to that. Yeah,
3: really. <laughs> Stay tuned for that, yeah. Gem. <laughs>
1: um, also, we will have...
3: News from the North. Of
1: course.
3: Give me one word.
1: Um, oh, clowns.
3: Oh, Christ. Yeah, very worry. topical. Yeah,
1: well, it is very topical, actually, and that's not like me.
3: <laughs> on the on the run up to Halloween and on the run up to all this scaremongering. Yes,
1: that's it. Finger on the pulse. You're on
3: the news desk tonight, aren't you? I am, you? actually.
1: I'm taking Sarah it Powell, very seriously. News. This is cutting edge news from the north. <laughs> Breaking news.
3: Mine involves exercise.
1: Oh, sounds dreadful. It
3: won't when I read it to you. Let me tell you that. I'm
1: excited. And <laughs> um, we will of course discuss June and Ken, mother and father. Sadly not to both of us. No. <laughs> what a union that would be. Um but my mother June and, and my dad Ken. Yeah, I look forward to that. Um but I just want to start off by Continuing and actually finishing the fable of the pink coat that oh, started right. last week on the podcast. Give us the
3: top line. Well, just in is... case they weren't with us oh, last yeah. week. Yeah, okay.
1: So I went into Topshop, yeah. saw this coat on the mannequin, uh, yeah. couldn't find it. The girl. No, that
3: useless girl. Yeah, the girl was Gosh. useless,
1: wanted to go in the stockroom, wouldn't take it off the mannequin till after 6 pm, was very clear about that.
3: Needed darting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, the next day, completely sold out everywhere. Sold out. On, I can't find it online. Um, The next day, went online. It popped up. There it was. Surprise. Bold as brass. Well, it was a surprise because it's not been on the website. They only had one size 12. I snapped it up, right? Paid for it. And then it disappeared. Like, you know when you know you've got the last one, right? I bought it. It came, it looks like a butcher's window.
3: Oh, no. I'm very
1: upset, (laughs) actually, because that coat was going to change my life. And it
3: looks like a butcher's window in the bag or on you?
1: On me, Uh, if I'm honest. I look like a sack of potatoes. And like I said, you know, you know when you see something online and you're like, this will solve everything. This item is the answer to all my problems. And yeah, it's so, I mean, just, I mean, it's laughably bad. I just look like a blancmange.
3: I actually, I've actually taken note from you oh, buying yes. online and collecting in store. Oh, because today, well, actually, recently, over the weekend, I was in Newcastle. Yes. And I saw this lovely chap in this art, no, in a gallery shop. You may have seen that on Instagram messing about with the hands. Oh, my gosh, things. it was
1: hilarious. You had these little doll hands, one on each finger, and it's wonderful. Well, I do just
3: get distracted in shops and, and I find no. the weird things. And I'm <laughs> like, I'll yeah. just entertain myself in the corner. Everyone's yeah. looking at gorgeous art. And I'm like... The blah,
1: blah, blah, best blah. thing about a gallery is the shop. Always, let's face always. it.
3: Favorite gallery shop?
1: Um, Oh God, can't think of any galleries. We went to a lovely gallery in Margate, and actually that I enjoyed that a lot. Lovely tote bags.
3: I shall select the Tate Modern, a national gallery. (laughs)
1: Worth making your way down to market, though, dear listener, for that one.
3: Um, So, yeah, I have bought an item that I feel will change my life. I basically asked the guy who was working in the shop, where's that jumpsuit from? Great. Yes, I have bought another jumpsuit. It's happening. It's a midlife crisis. I'm going all in ones, all the time. (laughs) And it was the last one. And he said I bought it from Top Manor and it was down from 60 and I got it for 20 quid.
1: That's... What a story. I bought a
3: small, though. So if it arrives tomorrow, I'll be screwed because I've just had all that Rice. No,
1: don't try it on tomorrow. I have to
3: starve myself into it.
1: <laughs> something to slim into. Slimming into never works. It sits in the wardrobe looking at you, reminding you how, what a greedy fat pig you are.
3: <laughs> I always say if I take something out of the wardrobe and it doesn't fit anymore, I'm like... This wardrobe must be too hot.
1: Yes,
3: (laughs) I've been too close to the radiator. All the fibers have shrunk.
1: There's moths been eating this. That's what's happened here. But the tail, there is a tale of redemption with the pink coat because I took it back to Topshop today. Right, see that girl. No, and you know when you get your money back off something, you're like, oh, bonus money, even though yes. it kind of wasn't. Yes, really no, because it's spendable. Come... But in your yeah. head,
3: it's already gone.
1: Yes, that's it. So it comes back. I'm like, oh, new money. So um, I started having a browse. Right, saw an amazing top. This is that time? what's in that bag down yeah, there? Yeah, that is what's in that bag. And they she's only... always got a yeah. shopping bag scurried oh, no. away in here. Always. <laughs> oh, I'm like my nan. She's always got shopping bags. If you go up to nan's spare bedroom, there's always a shopping bag with a bag of cobs in it or something. She kept... bread rolls? Yeah, bread rolls. In the bedroom? Roll. Yeah. And, Not and in a bread bin? No. Well, it, they're like surplus ones that she's bought up for something. Gosh. Lots of bags of Can't crisps Can't move for bread well. rolls. Multi-packs of crisps mm. on the spare bed. Um, but... This guy, I was like, look, you've only got this in a 12 or a 6 and I'd really like to try it in a 10. He went, I'm going to go to the storeroom. I thought, well, you know what I thought. My heart sank. Waited there, came back. He was like, it's the last one. It's the last size 10. I could have kissed him. Went in, tried it on. It was perfect. Bought it. No. No. can't fling myself at people in (laughs) Topshop.
3: He'd have probably been gay anyway. I know.
1: Well, that's it. I think he was. In fact, I'd put money on it. To be honest, (laughs) if
3: anyone knows, you know.
1: But but I was really. I went. You clever thing. Well done. And he was like, Oh,
2: thanks very much. Like he was really delighted.
1: We had a moment around it. So I've bought it. So actually, once again, real life shopping being better than buying online.
3: Oh, I'm proved
1: correct. Well, let's triumphed again. Let's
3: see how it works for me this week
1: yes let's see how you get on i'm excited for you
3: um but also with this um all-in-one i am slightly Slightly nervous that it's going to be draughty with these cold winds. You know, there's no like ceiling. No, it's like it'll be in straight up, and I'm like, I wonder if I'll have to wear like undergarments. You know, thermals underneath, almost like a cat suit to go underneath. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just transported myself to being like Catwoman. Yeah. I was in a great place. (laughs) I I totally lost my train of thought. I had sucker handles going up the wall, like
1: meow. Well, maybe this could be the new you. You'll start Maybe. transforming.
3: What a relaunch. do
1: wear those little cat ears, don't they? You can get them at Claire's Accessories. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Write it down. Yes. Um, but winter is really kicking it. It's been really cold, hasn't it? Not
1: cold enough for faux fur, it turns out. Oh. Which I wore over the weekend and was boil in the bag. I had oh. a sweaty top lip. I was like, God, it's still not cold enough. <laughs>
3: i've just got clammy paws when you said that i was like oh how awful it was horrible um but i have i'm having a few issues behind the wheel at the moment with working out the defrosting buttons you know because it's been so long since Mm. i've had to do to kind of de-steam the windscreen yeah 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 i got in a right mess yesterday (laughs) on the i was on the phone Chatting to my friend Michelle about her hen doing it. hi Michelle, hi Michelle, um, and I was like, oh, it's getting a bit steamy in here. Just and she's chatting and I was like, oh god, okay, I'll just push that button and turn the heat up. And I was like, no, that's making it more steamy than turning it down. <laughs> she's like, and anyway, this is the, I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god! Like you'll turn a bit of Mr. Bean, <laughs> yes, he would Michelle, leave us everywhere. On. And I was like, Michelle. I've got to go. I can't see in front of me. There could be anyone. Like, I was stationary in London. Awful traffic. I was not go in anywhere. <laughs> she said, wind your window down. So all the windows came down. I was wafting in with my arms to try and get it all cooled off. It was, oh I, oh, I just can't work it out. I forget.
1: What do most things in the car do? There's so many buttons. There's so many bits of, you know, levers pushing back. What does it all well, do? Well, we had a
3: right nightmare, actually, this week. Um... Coming back from Newcastle because we couldn't get the petrol cap off. Not my car, my friend's car. Yeah, and it was. I had to Google it. How to? Yeah. It turns out a lot of people had had this fiasco, and I was there, kind of clambering away at the cap, you know, trying to look like almost like Butch at the thing. Like, oh, it's all fine, it's all (laughs) fine, don't worry. She's like, get it off, get it off. (laughs) We only got 20 miles left in the tank when it's 28 miles to get back to mum and dad. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god and anyway there's, this,
1: that, there's that thing you can only be there for so long as well can't you like struggling filling up. you've got a couple so of minutes so then we had
3: to I said google the nearest petrol station we'll have to move on so we moved on <laughs> <Did you really? laughs> we moved on and what was annoying was that we'd, we'd on the drive down she was like I'm really 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 craving McDonald's and every service station we went to was Burger King yeah what a dilemma so it we is pulled in
1: difficult Burger King chips good though
3: we accepted defeat yeah and we you know she, she, we didn't have a Burger King actually in the end we had M&S but then the next petrol station we went to was McDonald's. Oh, she was gutted. The
1: pain. All
3: she wanted was a filet of fish.
1: Sometimes only a filet of fish will do. But Burger King do do something. They do something like called, oh, it's called like the Marine Special or something.
3: Oh, <laughs> Christ. Not
1: even committing to fish.
3: No, just, just marine, marine life. <laughs> Hopefully there's a few dolphins in there. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Horrible. Oh.
3: Get him in. <laughs>
1: oh, filet of fish, though. One somehow never quite enough.
3: Never. No. But it's also it's the knowledge that you've eaten bread...
1: Yeah, and sweet, sweet, sticky bread. But I was, I was
3: incredibly hungover on Sunday and I ate bread. Did I you? I had an m sandwich. Can you believe <gasps> you it? You swine. But what's happened to m cheese and celery sandwiches?
1: I wouldn't know. I've never been near
3: one. Never. It's my favourite one. I can't find them anywhere. I had oh. to settle with the cheese and onion, which was delicious, <laughs> I <laughs> might <was> add. Which was
1: fine, <laughs> as it turns
3: out. <laughs> but they're literally my favourite because it's squidge mm. and crunch.
1: Yeah, it's too. The crunch goes through me. I can't get on with it. You know, it's celery, you burn more calories eating it than you do, like, consuming it.
3: Which is why I obviously want it in a sandwich. Yeah, of
1: course. <laughs> it's just the Perfect thing. Perfect for the shred. It's completely like carbon neutral food, isn't it? It pays for itself. <laughs>
3: Listen here, Port salut crew, if anyone yes. has seen this cheese and celery mm. sandwich lurking, I'm getting a bit paranoid that they've discontinued it. Yeah. And if they have, that's it. I'll have to torch the place.
1: I don't, <laughs> don't feel... That wouldn't be extreme at all. I don't feel that you can judge the M&S sandwich selection on a service station. Alone, I feel like you've got to go to a proper, you know, Flagship. yes, landlocked M and S, and go and what, have I'm a look. To
3: one at sea, <laughs>
1: yeah. one on the road, very transitional. Locked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not roadside, a proper red brick. Uh, not one that's open
3: 24-7-52?
1: No, absolutely not. Not anything that shares a space with a Burger King. OK,
3: fine. Yes. Noted. Good job we're in the capital.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Good job we're in London
3: where it's flagship we'll central. send
1: out our spies. <laughs> Fly, my British. If you've seen a cheese and celery sandwich, do get in touch. Genuinely.
3: Genuinely. We're going to find it's them. I'm losing sleep.
1: Now we should mention what's happening on the podcast
3: next week. It's exciting, guys! It's
1: ridiculously exciting because, would you believe it, we've made it to one year of Jules and Sarah.
3: Next podcast will be a one-year anniversary, our birthday, our
1: first birthday.
3: Gosh! And to mark the occasion, yes. Do you want to break the news, or shall no, I? No,
1: no, you do it, darling.
3: We have we have smashed down technological boundaries <laughs> and we have combined YouTube and audio podcast together as one. Yes. So <gasps> So next week hopefully if I've edited it properly <laughs> <laughs> next week, you will be able to not only listen to the podcast, yes. but you will also be able to watch the show. We've done a whole show. Yeah, we have live on the YouTube. I say live. I kind of got distracted. (laughs) I mean pre-recorded. But it
1: got exciting there for (laughs) a minute, didn't it? Fine. So, yeah, you'll be able to listen like you normally would, however you normally listen, iTunes, Acast, whatever. But you will also be able to watch it in vision unfold before your very eyes.
3: So the sound might be a little bit weird next week. We've just got to pre-warm, but you know, you really want to go watch this this thing in action. Yeah, no, <laughs> thing, I, I, I think, know. is the most appropriate word for it.
1: <laughs> I know I do. Um, so, yes, next week we will be on the YouTube. I'm so excited.
3: I am as soon as I've edited it. I'm dreading yeah, the edit. Lots of clips all Stop over it. the it's shop.
1: two behind the velvet curtain. Yes, it's, it's coming. It's going to be feature-length. Get the dry ice on. Yes. <laughs> Lights, camera, makeup Go, go, go (laughs) Someone with a headset, go No, it's going to be fantastic And yeah, I can't wait Thanks for editing it, darling
3: You're welcome, sweet pea (laughs) Now, shall we do a bit of correspondence? Because the next few podcasts I'm sure will be inundated with birthday correspondence Yes, no
1: doubt You can send it to us We have got the PO box Which we'll give out at the end Or you
3: can comment on the YouTube videos Yes, that'd be
1: nice Comment on the YouTube videos
3: Okay, so my correspondence this week is a digital-related oh. affair. Uh, yesterday, I realised, I was like, let's just test the power of the Snapchat. Yes. And so I said, send me some correspondence. And they have. Oh,
1: snappy chats.
3: Snappy Chat. So first one comes from JC Wynn. Um, she says, love the podcast so much. You and Sarah are my spirit animals. Oh my
1: gosh, divine. And I
3: will be tweeting these snaps as well. The next one comes from Lorna Cree. Let's do a bit Welsh. Love yours and Sarah's podcast. You guys crack me up every week as I listen hungover in my uni halls in Bournemouth. Best cure to a hangover. Love you keep going. Love to June and Sheila and Ken.
2: Oh,
1: I don't think they've ever been properly shouted out. No, they really, really went for
3: it. I also had some lovely Snapchats from um, New Zealand sending me a view while she was listening. Portsaloo crew all the way from New Zealand.
1: Is that a poppy field? What is that there?
3: Some kind of exotic rural, flower. flowers. <laughs> yes, it? It Lovely. Aren't they just divine? I will be tweeting these as well.
1: Yes. And what is your Snapchat?
3: It's all out Jules Van Heep. Keep course it uniform it across the board. Thank you very much. Of
1: course, the branding, the branding! Um, so I've got a little postcard from the P.O. box, which I'm gonna show you now where, da, 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 where is this postcard from?
3: It's great that we can't afford jingles, isn't it?
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
3: I feel like I've been there.
1: <laughs> you probably have.
3: Well, It's definitely at dusk. There's. It must be, I'm seeing Italy. Some kind of...
1: Go on.
3: I've been near that cathedral. I know I've had a style shot near there. <laughs> mm.
1: Right, come on. I was
3: going to say Venice, but it doesn't look like Venice. No, it's not Venice. I can't see a gondola. You
1: know, do you know, I think you're going to kick yourself. It's Lisbon.
3: I haven't been there. I don't ah. recognise that cathedral at all. <laughs> Lisbon. Oh, fantastic! Little
1: something from Lisbon, Um also enjoying uh, the Portugal stamps, which looks like a very excited man skiing. There, there he is. Enjoying that. Yes. Um. Okay. A Lisbon. A Lisbon accent. Like that. <clears throat> Dear Jules and Sarah, you legends. <laughs> great accent. I've been a fan since the first episode. I've lost it. And every Friday is like a holiday with you. Oh. That's good, isn't Ooh, it? There's our travel yeah, campaign. Yeah, There's a yeah. line. There's a pop song in there. I'm currently on a backpacking trip through Europe Christ. in Portugal right now. It's so colourful. You'd love it, Sarah. Oh. oh, I'm actually from Croatia and if you do ever do that Jules and Sarah on tour thing, then the island of Pug in Croatia? Is it Pug? Pag? Pug? Who I... Sounds
3: fabulous, whatever does. it is.
1: Where I spend my summers is the place to go. It is, check this out, home of the best cheese on On the planet. It's true. Cheese scientists have said it is. You have to come. There's a direct flight from London. You'll stay at my grandmother's villa. Jules will cry from happiness when we go swimming in the Adriatic Ocean. And then I'll make a barbecue on the beach with fresh marinated fish and caprese salad, of course. And we will eat all the cheese and drink all the wine. I love you more than I love cheese, Leonardo. That is. If
3: ever I have ever have been tempted by an invite. That's it. Yes. She, this person obviously saw my trip to Croatia, saw yes. my love of the ocean, mm. knows that we love a caprese salad as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. As we've had it on a pizza a few times. Yeah. What?
1: What do you mean? Oh, sh- sh-
3: no, nothing. <laughs>
1: Just the salad, I think you'll find it was. Um, that is Divine.
3: I I kind of want another. I want to know where else you're going. I
1: know. Yeah, keep keep sending, keep
3: sending them, in. them in. Put a, put a code name on. We'll just read it out yeah. with another name.
1: <laughs> and now, no. where's Leonardo this week?
3: <laughs> Actually, not a bad feature. No. If you fancy it, love?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're very Get flexible with ideas.
3: Yeah. <laughs> flexible. Full stop. <laughs>
1: Speak for yourself. I'm not flexible at all. I'm playing now. (laughs) I'm so far from flexible. Hi, Kicking. Hi, Kicking. (laughs) I can barely get in skinny jeans some days. I'm sorry.
3: Something clicked. (laughs)
1: Look, how is Ken?
3: Ken is just divine at the moment. Like, so. I mean there's so much love for Ken, but he's really tuning in every week. Oh God. every week. He really enjoyed the feature of his following the blue line. Yeah. So yeah. today I sent him another WhatsApp saying, like, I'm here.
1: Find me, find me. And he was
3: like, I now know where you work. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I could come and find you now. But um he's just been on a hiking holiday to the Lake District. Of
1: course he has.
3: Sheila, full of cold.
1: Oh, Dad sorry said to it, hear Dad that. Dad said it was a
3: miracle she made it round, but she didn't oh, moan once. she still once. went. She didn't moan once. He said, I've never been prouder of her. <laughs> we were climbing the fells and I looked over. She looked very full of cold, red nose, and she didn't moan once. Yeah, <laughs> she's not like pitch. that in Lidl. <laughs> she...
1: Sheila dragging herself up a fell, Kleenex in one hand, um, one of those nasal Opus. sprays in the other. <laughs> <on. want> to... <sighs> Are you all right back there, Sheila? Fine, fine.
3: <laughs> she really has it rough on the fouls though. There was one time when a branch hit her in the face and made her nose bleed. Oh,
1: Sheila! Ruined
3: a cashmere. She was gutted, absolutely gutted. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Um, the
1: perils.
3: So they were staying with friends at this kind of like lodge where you have, I think it came with like a free bar. You know, the complimentary bar things where it's just bottles of wine on the side and you help yourself have a glass. Lovely. Very civilised. So Ken was saying that he had stayed up with his friend Mike and the girls had gone to bed. Yeah. And there was this couple in this hotel and Dad said, honestly, Jolien, they were absolutely (laughs) K-line. I said, oh, Oh, Ken, Ken. Ken." You know, free bar, it doesn't mean to say that you take all the alcohol. Absolutely.
1: Have some decorum. Have
3: some decorum. Take it upstairs. At least don't (laughs) drink it in public. This couple, she kept repeating herself and asked me the same question (laughs) three times on the chat. I knew she'd had a skimful. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, and then I was like, oh, God, You know how long did you stay with her? Well, I made sure I watched her get up and leave the room, but she walked into two chairs and the wall. Oh gosh,
1: she's had a great night. I
3: know. Well, I was like, they're getting the money's worth, aren't they? Yeah. Did you bring any bottles back? Don't be stupid, Julian.
1: <laughs> Clinking up and down the fells. He said it
3: was cheap wine, so I wasn't interested <laughs> in it.
1: <laughs> Not worth the carriage. It turns out. Well, God, is if you go. Gonna... But
3: all I kept thinking of was. That's a bit like Sarah and I in the Cheap and Creepy. Oh, it's
1: just like the Cheap one and Creepy. One more, one more, yes, one
3: more. I could do with the Cheap and Creepy.
1: Oh my gosh, let's go to Cheap and Creepy tonight. Shall we have yeah, one? Yeah, okay, let's fine, more! Cheap and creepy. Oh yes. Um, inspired by Ken. <laughs> yes. Inspired by Ken on the fellows. <laughs>
3: inspired by Ken's disgust in that other couple. Yes. <laughs> we have then been inspired to go and get
1: pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's Great. glorious, isn't it? I mean, the thing is, you wouldn't put out the best stuff. You know, if you ran that little B&B, was it?
3: Oh, some kind of lodge thing in yeah, the fells. Well, if you
1: ran the lodge, you wouldn't put your best stuff out, would you? You'd put the cheap, you'd put the blue nun out.
3: Uh, uh, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that kind of accommodation, Sarah. Well, it's starting
1: to sound like it went that way, to be honest. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious.
3: Ken swinging.
1: Ken, that wasn't a drunken fell walker coming onto you with the three questions. She's asking you time and you time again. You knew it was again. dodgy with
3: them bulrushes outside.
1: <laughs> what are you looking for? She asked me three times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, speaking of women... Oh, God,
1: June. June's all right. She got slightly annoyed, and I feel like you'll appreciate this. Go on. June, right, is an absolute pro at getting the very, very last drop of serum, moisturizer, toothpaste, you name it, product-wise. She's a bottle cutter opener. Oh, my gosh. She snips the top off. She says she can get another three days at
3: least out of
1: it. And I'm horrified to say... I do the same.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. If it's a good project, you'll definitely eke it out oh, right totally. to the end. But
1: she's livid because the Chanel foundation have seen her coming. You can't get it. She says it's like Fort Knox. Is you she can't tried a get bread into knife? it. Because <laughs>
3: some of them I've got, I do it with a bread knife. Because oh she gosh. can't get in.
1: I'll pass that on.
3: Teeth. Do be careful. If you're listening
1: and uh, taking a bread knife to a foundation bottle, please go steady there. (laughs) Um, But she...
3: She must know a DT teacher up there that can just do it with a save or something.
1: that's it. You know, a little Mm. vice. (laughs) Oh, great. Thanks very much. (laughs) Oh, I've got another wear out of that. With lipsticks, she gets a lip brush in. She'll have another month out of a lipstick that's gone, but she can't do that in public because it's too embarrassing. Well, what she could
3: do is, I think you can put lipsticks in a microwave and it melts them down you pour them into a pot and then they'll re-go in the fridge. She'll be
1: absolutely all over that. Stick yeah. it, she'll pop it in the Arga, won't she?
3: Yeah. I, I, I mean, don't quote me. Google no, it first. Yeah, but fine. I swear, there's. you Again. definitely, beca- because when I was training to be a makeup artist many moons ago, we were told that you can melt your lipsticks down and then you put them in lipstick cases because that's how, when you're on a job and you're on a shoot, you can see all your lipstick colours in front yeah, of you. Yeah, they do always do
2: yeah, that, yeah, don't yeah, yeah, they? Yeah. Like, on they're not going to be messing
3: about going, God, which one is it? Which one is it? Yeah. You've got to put that slap on fast.
1: Absolutely. lips. She's not even... And stopping. She's just passing through the corridor getting her lips put on, <laughs> <laughs> moving.
3: June doesn't have time quick, to be quick, going, quick. going through those bags.
1: No, <laughs> but she wouldn't. That
3: vault of makeup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so June and Dad are going to go and see Lorna, right, yeah. in Argentina. They're going to go and see my sister in Buenos Aires. And there's certain things that Lorna just hasn't been able to get hold of out there you know, tea bags, moisturizers, facial oils. She's given And Lorna's a
3: girl after my own heart. She's
1: just like you. We
3: are cut from the same cloth. Yeah,
1: yeah you are. The cloth
3: of decorum.
1: Fussy, I'd say. <laughs> More fuss. And <laughs> mum has got... Mum's had to take out for her, and I think this was pushing it even too far, a yoghurt maker. You can't get decent yoghurt... In South America, it turns out. Well, Lorna who has. Knew? I know. So Lorna, so they're taking this yogurt maker, but with the yogurt maker, they have got to take loads of sachets of white powder, right? June's very worried about this.
3: Uh, yes. Imagine. God, June! <laughs> oh!
1: Imagine June. It's yogurt. I can assure you, it's yogurt. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. She lives on
3: the edge, doesn't she? I know. She really. How much has she taken? Oh my gosh, a good you, kilo. I said to
1: Dad today, I was like, "Have you packed?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, with what I've got left after the yogurt maker." He said, "You should see it. It's like a bucket." <laughs> So the yogurt maker. Can they just ship it to her? No, it's all. Oh, Oh, it's just too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh, through customs. Can you imagine? She'd never see it again. And that's the thing. June, although this is very, very inconvenient to pack a yogurt maker to take to Argentina, June wouldn't risk. It getting lost in transit, so losing the purchase itself. Oh, you can track it though. Oh, I don't know. I think.
3: Speaking of, get this for technology though. Just a sideline while it's coming to my head. Yeah. Now you can buy suitcases that contain GPS.
1: So if it gets lost, it's
3: like, find my iPhone. They've got it embedded. you would be like, my suitcase is here.
1: Yeah, they'll never get away with it again. She needs to
3: just chip that yoghurt maker.
1: Yes, send it on its way. See you at the other end. That's a business for June. (laughs) She can wipe
3: out Cheshire with that technology. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You can find anything. (laughs) That's so good, though, isn't it? So when your airline's going, oh, yeah, I don't know where... You could check that it's on the flight, couldn't you? People would, though. People would be like, I've checked and my case isn't on this flight. Well, I'm sorry, sir. it will be following the flight. I'm not leaving until you get my case on this flight. I've had all
3: sorts go missing. I once had a whole tanning booth go missing. Oh, really? Yeah, I I was doing a job in Norway and I went, landed. uh, Mr Julian Nebdan please come. I was like... God, what is it now? It's my where, car. where is it? Yeah. Um, and they said, oh, this has come. I said, Well, where's the rest of it? And it all separated. <gasps> and it was all it was a very old school one. It was all clipped together and it yeah. all separated and I just got the top vanity <laughs> case with the wipes and gloves in. I said, Where the hell is the rest of it? <laughs> Nightmare. That's Got it hilarious. when I went back to Heathrow. I had to admit that poor model. <laughs> poor
1: woman. She poor was, woman for was two and a half hours. Poor
3: woman was rubbed down to an inch of her life. <laughs> <laughs> was not an airbrushed finish, let me tell you. <laughs> we had to communicate via waves. She didn't speak any English.
1: That's hilarious.
3: Wasn't for me. It was the oh start my. of my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to blag that one. You
1: learnt a lot that day. Um, shall we do news from the north?
3: Let's. Right then. Mine comes from the whole Daily Mail. One of my faves. Absolutely. Whole Paragon interchange to be taken over by Tai Chi flash mob.
1: I, I can't. <laughs> this is so many things that I just don't understand already.
3: So I think the Paragon Interchange, by looking at it, is essentially a bus station or a train station. It may, it might tell us it, as I read on. Yeah, great. <laughs> a Taichi class from Heddon will be taking over Paragon Interchange with a flash mob on Monday. The members who are all over 50, yeah. will be performing at the station at 10am. <gasps> missing that rush hour. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Don't want it too busy. <laughs> yeah. The Royal Voluntary Service, an organisation that aims to enrich the lives of older people and their families across the UK, is staging the event to encourage the over 50s to set up their own social clubs.
1: Oh. <laughs> Mob
3: style. Yeah. The Tai Chi class from Heddon whose oldest member is 86, good Lord, has been chosen to show the public why old age should be seen as an advantage rather than being forgotten about.
1: Yeah, good. Oh, i would
3: never forget someone no, in their old age. people
1: do, though.
3: Mel Garfield, spokeswoman for the charity, said there has been lots of evidence over the last few years about the importance of people staying active, mentally, and socially Um, there is also research that has identified the benefits of volunteering in older age as a result we are launching a new drive to recruit over 50 year olds to set up clubs and activities in Hull and East Riding to bring older people together to enjoy a common activity which could be anything from gardening to Tai Chi to knitting to woodwork uh,
1: sign me up for the lot god
3: they're going to be busy Worried about the visually impaired doing woodwork.
1: Let's not worry about them for now. Hull and
3: East Riding has been chosen as the first area to pilot this new initiative, which we plan to roll out in the spring. We are starting to campaign to recruit residents to come forward and run a club with an event at Hull Paragon Interchange on Monday.
1: It's divine.
3: Do you know, actually, my Grandma Mary, when she was 84, used to do Tai Chi. Did she? And because they were so old, you are going to die for this they couldn't do it standing up so they pulled in little seats oh. and my grandma bought a velour tracksuit oh, and they'd all sit it. in the lilac velour and zip it up and just push the air. Just push my the My grandma energy. thought it was a load of rubbish but she, <laughs> said, but she said it was a nice way to make friends. <laughs> she Which said, is this good. is just a load of rubbish. I'm pushing air around. I mean, she was from this Skipton. She didn't believe in any of that farming <laughs> oh, stock.
1: Oh God, but her chi was gorgeous. She and looked like, great look.
3: in a lilac tracksuit. The
1: only thing I wonder about Flash mob, usually there's the element of surprise. <laughs> around a flash mob you know it's that you didn't know it was coming and catch Well yeah, because they, they,
3: they're like the strip the trench off don't yeah, they and then underneath it. is the tracksuit yeah
1: and then suddenly you look round and oh my gosh this has been announced <laughs> with an article telling you where and when but there also, will be flash there'll be a mobbing. few people
3: there you know because they're in, they're all elderly they won't be able to get the buttons off no. they'll be like oh Christ I've oh, it I've it easier
1: just to go in the velour I'd say <laughs> actually
3: yeah can you imagine it down in the breakfast oh <laughs> oh, Glenda, are you are you trenching up or are yeah. you just going in the floor? What are you doing? Well, uh Wendy told me she was going in just below. Oh right, got it, Margaret. cheers, gotcha. cheers.
2: Gotcha.
3: Mm. <laughs> Cream cake.
1: <laughs> so mine has come from the Chester Chronicle.
3: A firm fave.
1: Chester performer says creepy clowns won't ruin his act. Clown from Helsby believes the latest craze is ironically giving a boost to a dying trade. A professional clown who performs in Chester City Centre condemns those currently dressing up to deliberately scare people but says the craze is actually making people more aware of his trade. Ken Arnold, a.k.a. Squeaky the Clown, from Helsby has been clowning around and making folk laugh since he was 11 years old following his late father's Doug's oversized clown shoes. But he isn't best pleased with the creepy clown phenomenon imported from America which has seen. Franksters donning clown costumes to scare people With the very young and elderly most vulnerable Father and grandfather Ken Who regularly busks in the city centre But also performs at children's parties Said we're near Halloween And something like this always happens It's not just clowns I work with the under 60s And children do like to be frightened But in a positive way <laughs> Not in a negative way As long as they feel safe mm, Yeah let's just be flag really of clear concern. about that. Ken Ken, who performs magic, bad juggling, (laughs) stilt-walking and puppetry, says he uses a toy spider in his act for that purpose and pretends to be frightened in front of his young audience. His advice to any children who come across a scary clown is to get away and tell an adult, this person's frightening me. Thank thank God you were here, Ken. Ken, a former engineer, and hairdresser, except <laughs> quite
3: the CV. <laughs> yeah,
1: except in some cases, <laughs> the fear may be down to perception. It doesn't necessarily mean they are frightening. Just they, just that they look frightening. He explained. It's like nobody's can fathom this clown thing until Ken, who's having to. I explain can't it. fathom
3: his CV. We're going to be going into that. Let me tell you.
1: Clowns do a lot for charity. It's such a shame for the good clowns. It's a very worthwhile profession. Many people are asking him whether his business will be harmed by the creepy clowns, but he believes the reverse is the case. I don't think it will. We've had that much advertising. I had a lovely write-up in a Manchester paper. That's that's made people more aware of the dying trade that is clowning. Clowning reminds people they have a child within. When you start to lose that child, you start to lose big time. If the clowning does dry up, Ken, a paid member of the Equity Variety Federation, can always fall back on his other acts. As a pirate, or a Mexican. <laughs> what? That's his repertoire there. Pirate, Mexican, clown.
3: And, and a guy who can also give you a short back and side. Absolutely. And hot wire your car. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what oh a talent. Oh,
1: gosh. Somebody's given him that Mexican costume. It didn't come... You know, somebody's been throwing it out and he's thought, hmm, actually, I, Mexican. Is there a
3: picture of our Ken? Yes, there is, actually.
1: Here God, is Ken. show me. There's Ken. With actually... Quite a naughty balloon, a little bit phallic, a little bit suggestive. That balloon.
3: What does this What does this hat say, Master?
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hat's about. Somebody's given him that hat, you see.
3: Oh God. God, that's hilarious, isn't mate. it?
1: Mexican clown.
3: It doesn't like it would be a good hairdresser, though.
1: Well, yeah, maybe. That's what you should be falling back on, not the pirating. You no, no. should go back to hairdressing. Ken,
3: give us a ring. Oh, I'll sort you out career-wise.
1: Listen, do you want to play? Would you rather
3: always?
1: Would you rather meet an alien visitor on Earth or travel to outer space?
3: Oh, that's really tough. Yes. Um,
1: How do you feel about space travel generally? Indifferent. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I'm not going to resist it.
1: Oh, I've got no interest really. A
3: friend once said to me that staring at the stars makes them really sad because it makes you think what's the point in your own existence? I know, but it, sometimes it happens to me. So sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm actually okay with not looking at yeah. that. But then when you see shooting stars, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> gosh. The,
1: God, that went very profound for a minute there, didn't it? Gosh. <laughs> Ooh, carry on. Just if you could stick to the game, <laughs> alien here or there.
3: <laughs> Remember, it's an uplifting podcast, yeah. Jules. Um, oh, God, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure because if it, what's the what's the alien like? Am I going to get eaten?
1: Well, could... I don't want it to be
3: terrifying if it's scarring and then no one else to know and then me be stuck on. Whereas if I was going to outer right. space, everyone would know and then I wouldn't be like mentally I think
1: scared. you see it, it doesn't see you. How's that?
3: <gasps> Harrowing. Yeah. I'm definitely going into space. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so scary.
1: What do you mean? Like seeing if it If I see through... it. Yeah, yeah.
3: But But it it doesn't see me. I know it's there. Yes. So every time I get into bed, tuck myself in, read my little bit of Oprah before I go to sleep, I'm going to be thinking that alien is going to be creeping about it's going to be eating children something's so you, going to be going wrong
1: so you'd rather go out
3: I'd rather go out because then there'd be a whole procession as yep. I go off the red carpets <laughs> will be rolled out I'd be able to do the thing where I can throw the crisps in the air and dive about and eat them oh my
1: gosh your snapchat small chance of being blown be. up on the
3: way up but never mind
1: <laughs> very minimal these days they've really come a long way so you're going to go to outer space yeah definitely lovely um, listen my gosh we love you for listening. Um, Next week, first birthday party. (laughs) Enjoyed that. You can watch us and if you listen to us like Jules said it'll sound a bit different but it'll still be very fun. It'll still be
3: very fun but also like it'll be a good thing to do on Saturday morning when you wake up. <gasps> yeah, maybe with a fun. harrowing hangover just pop us on the YouTube. Yeah,
1: have us on.
3: And unlike a lot of first birthdays you can do it over and over and over yes, again. Yes,
1: you can. <laughs> um, June said already she'll watch and listen. She wants the full
3: experience. Yeah, well you could do like press play at both times.
1: Yeah, I think more that she meant she was going to walk around Listening to it and then watch it, or vice versa. Gosh. She's a funny fish. I reckon
3: Ken will do the same. Yeah. The 360 experience. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you for listening. We really love you for getting in touch. You can write to us.
3: If you would like to write to us, it is PO Box 66747 London NW59G.
1: Yes, yes it is. And I'm at this Sarah Powell.
3: And I'm at Jules von Heck.
1: And we do always like to finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for?
3: It's a word this week, Sarah.
1: What's the word?
3: Widdershins.
1: Widdershins. What does it mean?
3: Definition in a left-handed or contrary direction, otherwise known as counterclockwise.
1: Could you use it in a sentence, please?
3: My darling, after we've been down to Cheap and Creepy, we'll be walking Widdershins.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm